So we're almost halfway sold out after two days for Politics and Pints, which is coming up on the 22nd of March at the Ashland Theater. And you know what Politics and Pints is. We really get into kind of a a tussle. Usually it's kind of fun, uh, but it gets heated occasionally. Uh, Jeff Katz, my colleague in the afternoon, uh, and Howard Gutman, who hosts, uh, as I see it, kind of the, the Democrat show on Saturday morning. We stick them early in the morning on Saturday so it doesn't upset everybody. But Howard and Jeff uh, and I are on stage at the Ashland Theater on the 22nd of March talking politics. And it's going to be, I mean, the way things are going, I mean, I hope, hope World War III hasn't broken out because that would kind of ruin everybody's plans. But you can get tickets to join us for Politics and Pints on the 22nd. Now, the night before... I promise you, I will not be talking about politics. Um, Greg McQuaid at Channel 6 is the normal MC for the um, Boy Scout dinner here in Richmond, but for, I think Greg wound up with some sort of conflict, so he can't do it on the 21st, the night before politics and pints. So I'm an Eagle Scout. I was in Troop 776 and Troop 418 here in Richmond. I was an Eagle Scout right up and uh, it was a scout right up until I was 18 and I barely made it to Eagle before the deadline. So I'm so thankful that I worked my butt off at the last minute to, to get my Eagle badge because it has really been a standout um, in my life to have achieved that. And the scout program was very meaningful to me from the time that I was a young boy all the way to the time where I hit adulthood at age 18. And I think the Boy Scouts, while they're, you know, they're like every other organization, they're navigating some really rough waters culturally. I challenge people to look and tell me what other organization that's national has such a tradition and such a rich program that takes young men and boys into nature and teaches them to appreciate nature, to understand what it's like to camp, uh, to have respect for their country and for the flag of the United States and the national anthem and to uh, show some personal discipline. I mean, I just am unaware of any other group that, that does that. So we're having a big fundraiser, which we do annually, for the Friends of Scouting Dinner, which is Tuesday night in the Grand Ballroom of the Richmond Convention Center. And every year, uh, we have an amazing keynote speaker. And this year, uh, Christian D'Andrea is is going to be the keynote speaker. And he's with us this morning. And I got to meet Christian a couple of weeks ago at an event for the Boy Scouts and was blown away. Eagle Scout, a graduate of Harvard and Oxford I mean, some of you who watch TV incessantly will will uh, know his products from the Weather Channel, Hurricane Hunters, Less Hell, More Angels, Discovery Channels, Halo, Freefall Warriors. Uh, Christian, I really appreciate you coming on this morning. How did you get uh, suckered into doing this event on the 21st, though? I should ask you that. John, thank you for having me on your show. I appreciate it. It's good to be talking with you. We're, we're glad you're I here. I was. Yeah, thank you. I was invited to do it the same day that I met you at that event. I love, uh, I live here in the heart of Virginia, so I'm a big supporter of the Heart of Virginia Council, which is the council that represents Central Virginia. And they invited me to give the keynote, and I said in a split second, absolutely, yes, I will do it. 
And by the way, before I move on too much further, I want to address something you just said in your preamble, which I really like. Number one, I'm thrilled that you got your eagle right under the wire just before you were 18. Right. Congratulations to you. And, and I also really like what you said about how you challenge people to come up with another organization that does all the things scouting does, that gets young people into nature. And I wanted to share one insight with you that I share with people all the time, which is I was an Eagle. I'm an Eagle scout and I was a scout in Minnesota originally. And then in Virginia, Northern Virginia, trip 1313, where I got my Eagle. And I always tell people, John, that we scouts were green before green was cool. You know what? That is absolutely true, isn't it? You, there's nothing like going on a camping trip and having the scoutmaster say, we better leave this camping site better and cleaner than it was when we arrived, and having to do that that walkthrough to make sure that you didn't leave anything that might mess with nature or the animals that live there. I, I still remember that admonition. You're absolutely right, and I can recall vividly being a 12-year-old, an 11-year-old, and going with scoutmasters into the woods for Forestry Merit Badge and learning about wildlife forest conservation and how to manage trees and saplings and rehabilitate burn sites and care for the environment to the point that it becomes part of who you are. And there isn't much more that you can think of that's valuable to teach a young person than to love and respect nature and do what you just said, which is leave a place better than when you found it. That's, uh, that's, that's not the typical mentality, but that is the scout mentality. And, it's, and it should be our goal in life, uh, just as a general rule, whether you're in the woods or whether you're living in the suburbs. And I want to ask you about your career. When, you, when I look at all these products, uh, both on television and uh, the books that you've written and and I mean, even saw in one element of your bio that you created these soldier fuel energy bars. So you're kind of all over the place as an entrepreneur. Do you think that anything you learned in the Scouts helped influence uh, either your drive or your appreciation for how to do this as an adult? 100%. 100%. And it actually will be the topic of my keynote on March 21st at the Friends of Scouting dinner. The big question is, how does scouting enhance your life, mm -hmm. right? And I'm going to answer that. And you have an answer. For, you've got many answers for that. And I think a lot of people immediately what comes to mind is, well, scouts, they can do certain fundamental things, right? They can tie knots. I think it's, I don't know how people can go through life not knowing how to tie a square knot. But right. we scouts know how to tie square knots and bowlins, and we know first aid, the basics of first aid. That's served me in good stead. I've actually had to help people with first aid in spontaneous emergency situations. But those bellwether things about scouting, those fundamental traits, right, or, or tactics that we all know, that's a part of it. But getting to your question, there's something else about scouting. There is a code. There is a mindset. There's a mentality that gets cultivated by scouting, right? And when you take the scout law and the scout oath seriously, it shapes who you are. And I think that scouting is way more than a hobby it's way more than a pastime. It's way more than a way to pad your resume. It's actually a way of life. And as I look back on my career, it has definitely shaped who I am and what I've done. And to follow up on your specific question, John, I think that one of the key things scouting cultivates is the proclivity for adventure, mm. right? 
for well-informed and thoughtful adventure, not reckless adventure. And I don't just mean adventure on a holiday when you go on safari, which is great, but I mean adventurous lives. And almost everything I've done, the businesses I've started, the nonprofits I've started, the books I write, the documentaries I make, every single one of them was sparked by some kind of exploration slash adventure. And that's just the way I live my life. I don't mean that willy-nilly I'm wandering around looking for things, but as I explore lesser-known pockets of the country, I see a need. I see a problem that needs solving. I see a story that can be told that can help people. I see an opportunity, and then I act on it. And you mentioned, uh, you, you politely put it, that I seem all over the place because I've done so many things, and I don't blame you for saying that. But you know how I view my life? I view it as a sash full of merit badges, right? When you're a scout, you earn merit badges and you put them on a sash and those merit badges are literally every discipline you can imagine from forestry to first aid to space exploration to communications to television. And if you think about that sash of merit badges, that's how I've approached my life, right? Diving deep into a bunch of different disciplines and trying to help people in everything I do, which is also part of the scout. Oh, so one of the things I'll be dealing with in this keynote is, of course, my case study, my life, and how scouting has impacted me. And beyond teaching us how to tie square knots, it empowers us with the kind of mentality that helps us to live bold lives. But that applies to other people as well, of course. There are all these significant Eagle Scouts, including yourself, um, who've been shaped by it. I, I would ask you a question. Don't you feel that scouting is part of what you do every day. Maybe you don't conscientiously stop and say, okay, what part of the scout law am I going to adhere to right now? But it's definitely part of who you are. Well, it's funny that you bring it up because I've got the scout law here on my desk somewhere in the big stack of stuff that that constantly sits in front of me. And I have to check myself because, you know, I'm talking about politics every day, which is maddening. Right. And one of the elements... In the, the 12 points of the scout law is to be friendly and courteous to other people and to try to be cheerful. And I find myself routinely failing at that. Uh, I hope not too badly, but when I think of the admonitions that we give young boys and men who are in the scout program, I sometimes have to kind of slap myself in the face and say, you know what, you're not living up to these elements. you got to try to find a way to turn this around and still engage in controversial, sometimes ugly issues, but try to leave people with a positive, um, something positive to end on instead of just being negative. And I think a lot of people in politics are tremendously negative. I can understand why. But that... That scout law, what it's a trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, cheerful, clean, thrifty, reverent, brave, clean, reverent. Yep. Those elements still are very relevant in what I deal with and the struggles that I have as a man and as a as a person in the community. Um, and it it serves as a reminder of the higher noble ideals. So I'm really looking forward to seeing you again in person and hearing your remarks, especially with the extraordinary collection of experiences that you'll be able to share with us uh, at the convention center. I mean, coming up less than a month now, so we better get ready for that. Uh, I, I really appreciate you joining us on the air, Christian. Thank you. 
Of course. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you. Christian D'Andrea, the entrepreneur and the author. I, th- I think he's a really fascinating guy, and you're going to love what he has to say coming up on the uh, 21st of March, the night before Politics and Pints uh, at the uh, convention center.